Howdy. Hi, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? Good. Do I sound okay? Yeah, you sound great. I have to check like every week now. <laughs> oh, no, it, it sounds crystal clear. Yay. Okay, cool. My ears are happy. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hi, Bridget. Hi, Bridget. You sound so good. <laughs> <laughs> So, hi. Um, you are in a undisclosed location. Disclosed location? Do we know? Uh, I was in Washington D.C. Mm, okay, I wasn't again. sure if like there was any like um, you know Illuminati that you had to look out for or anything mm. like that. I wish. <laughs> you do? <laughs> yeah, it'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, what what are we talking about tonight? Do you want to talk about anything from that, or do we have? I know we have some stories to tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do have. <laughs> I do have a story from my trip. Okay. Uh, out there. Um. So this time around, I forgot to pack a bunch of stuff that I needed. Okay. Like uh, my work ID with my secure ID token on it. So. That meant that I couldn't get on to the campus out there without having to go through uh, the guard shack and get a pass every day. Mm-hmm. And then, since I didn't have my security token, I couldn't sign into the the VPN for work. Aww. So I had to have one of my coworkers sign into the VPN for me, so I could do like my timesheet and and get my email and stuff like that. So, like right off the bat, I'm I'm off to a bad start. Right. And then, um, let's see, I got out there Sunday night. I discovered, you know, I didn't pack that stuff. And then, like, Monday or Tuesday night, um, like, my my whole week was just full of anxiety, mm. which is, you know, it's airports and, and stuff like that does that to me. Oh, okay. So, like, my whole week was uh, just out of whack. And I only had two Xanax with me, which I needed to save for the flight home. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I couldn't, I couldn't take anything. So I'm stuck, you know, trying to calm myself down naturally with like, uh, meditation and affirmations and stuff like that to get this anxiety down. Right. So, uh, like Tuesday night, Wednesday night, uh, I realized that I forgot to pack lube for uh, masturbating. <laughs> right? And the the hotel gives you this little tube of lotion. And I thought, okay, this, you know, lotion will be all right. It'll be like a, being a kid again. And uh, the lotion's got menthol in it, so that's a, an immediate no-go. Ew. <laughs> And I kind of need to take care of some business, you know, because that helps with the anxiety. Yeah. So, um, the next day, I go to a CVS near work mm-hmm. to get some lubrication for my cock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, the problem is where uh, where I work at when I go out there is is in a very, very uh, low-income neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I don't know why uh, the government decided to build a federal compound in this neighborhood, mm-hmm. because <laughs> the, bu- the building has been hit by drive-by shootings. Oh, my God. A couple of times. That's, that's how in the hood it is. That is a tough so, I uh, I get on Google Maps and I need to get <laughs> I forgot to pack my nail clippers so my fingernails are super long too which is really irritating this me. This is like uh, all these all these things are leading up to more problems with this particular situation that Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you sabotaged yourself, sir. <laughs> right. So I uh, I pull up Google Maps and I'm like, "Okay, there's there's a CVS that's right up the road." Uh, you know, like five or ten minutes up the road. Now there's another one down by where I'm staying, but I don't want to. I don't want to walk to it because it's like three blocks away from the hotel and it's hot and muggy out. 
And at the end of the day, I just want to go home and relax. So I go to this CVS in the shitty neighborhood, and I walk in there, and um, you know, I'm I'm trying to find the the lube aisle, and I go back and I grab some. Uh, uh, nail clippers, and then I go over to like the family planning aisle or whatever it is. It's basically um, things that go in your twat aisle because <laughs> they put the condoms there, they put the douches, they put the lubes, you know, all that stuff. Any the twat medicine, aisle, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, I go over there and I'm looking for it, and it's behind a locked glass door. What the what? Right, the condoms and the lube are locked behind glass. Oh, come on. Because they don't want people stealing them. So, my options are to find a manager or an employee, have them unlock the cabinet mm-hmm. so I can get a bottle of lube. Right. And go. Uh-huh. And go back to the hotel and jerk off. <laughs> or I could just get the the nail clippers and go to another CVS that perhaps doesn't have condoms and lube locked up somewhere. Or you could have grabbed some lotion that didn't have menthol in it. Yeah, but, you know, if if I have options, I'm going to go with the lube. Gotcha. Because that's, that's what it was made for. Gotcha. And it works really well. Okay. So I decided to just get my nail clippers and go. And I'm like, you know what, I'll, I'll go to another CVS. I never went to another CVS because... I was going to go the next day, Mm -hmm. but by this time it's like Thursday and I'm going home Friday, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to see Leah. So I don't, you know, by this time (laughs) I don't need to, right? So I'm, I'm sitting in, I'm, I'm getting in the car in the parking lot. I'm like, who the fuck locks up condoms? Mm -hmm. You know, this is, this is a low income neighborhood. If any place shouldn't be locking up the condoms, it's there. Right. If they are fucking stealing condoms, let them have them. Let them have them. For crying out loud. Please. I will pay you. I will buy a box of condoms to just throw out to the neighborhood if that's what you want. Right. Exactly. You know? I'll fund that open condom drawer. Right. Lock up the liquor and shit behind cabinets. Have a bowl of condoms by the door. Right. That they can just grab a handful of. Like Halloween. Because if you are going to the trouble to steal rubbers. Mm Mm-hmm. To have safe sex, I support that. I support that as well. You know, more power to you. Right. It should be free. That is even better than stealing a loaf of bread to feed your family. Because then you don't have a family that you need to steal a loaf of bread for. Right. Am I right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. Ugh. I'm sorry. That's all right. It was my own poor planning. That is poor planning, I gotta say. Uh, I gave myself blue balls. (laughs) (laughs) So let me make sure I understand this. It's just not possible without the lube? It's difficult, because, like, when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. I could do it by rubbing my dick on the sheets, (laughs) you know? I I don't know how I did it as a kid, but, Mm -hmm. you know... As a kid, I, 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 I didn't need lube. I didn't have access to lube. Right. You know, I was living at home. The best I could do was Vaseline, but you don't, as a teen, teenage boy, you don't want Vaseline in your room because your parents are going to know what you're doing. Right. <laughs> you know? So I'd, I'd get like a, a tube of Vaseline, you know, f- for your lips and I just, I'd use that. Oh man. <laughs> but once you, once you get to the age where you, you know, you're going out and you're buying lube and you're using that. It changes things. Yeah. It's you get used to it. You get spoiled. Mm, mm, okay. Okay. So, yeah, if I don't if I don't use any lube, I I get rubbed raw. Oh no. <laughs> it's unpleasant. Oh, that is unpleasant. <laughs> uh, it's a good thing we make our own. Anyway. Mm. Um Well, you know, boys do too, but that shit evaporates too fast. <laughs> You guys get to keep it in a nice little. <laughs> Once air hits it, it just starts drying out. I got a nice little container. Yeah, a little shelter. Keep the wind out. 
Oh my god. <laughs> nice story. I like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I yeah, I I thought that was funny that, you know, the condoms would be locked up. I could understand that, you know, in like a religious community. Mm-hmm. You know, where they want to make it as hard as possible for people to get to rubbers. But, you know, if you're if it's just the inner city where, you know, people are having babies they can't afford, fucking do I, that's your duty as a drugstore right. in a neighborhood like that is to provide a service like that. Right. Yeah. It's it doesn't make any sense to me that they would do that. And I I'm wondering why that thing in particular, because when you think about it, they're not super expensive. Well, they are. It, to to get like a box of a dozen condoms, it's close to 20 bucks. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, like Planned Parenthood, you know, they get bulk discounts on condoms and they will fucking give them away to you. Yeah. But CVS is in the retail business. I can understand, you know, some manager said, we're losing you know, 20 bucks for a box of condoms. We're, we're losing, you know, $300 worth of condoms every week. Lock them up. Right. Because you got to recoup that. But, you know, I think a more conscientious, conscientious, conscientious person Mm -hmm. would say, yeah, let them go. Yeah. Yeah. We'll let Let that go. go. We'll, we'll, we'll raise the price on something that people maybe, maybe we'll stock some cheaper condoms, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll buy some cheap ones Mm -hmm. and, We'll take the hit on those. But, yeah, I, I think that's the wrong way to do it. Uh, yeah, I agree. There, um, that, that reminds me when, um, when Callie was in town. Hi, Callie. Um, she was in Chicago? Yeah, I think you, you must remember that. It was a while ago. She was, uh, she was, was she running? Was that what it was? I think she was running in something. Um, that's what she does. That's probably what it was. Yeah. She was running in something. So she was here and, um, I met with her like on a Friday night or something like that. And mm-hmm. then she was here for a couple more days. See, you, I'm sure you saw the pictures and I'm, yeah, this, this was a while it ago. It wasn't right? recently. No. So when, I think I remember this. when she was here, <laughs> we were at a, I think it was a CVS too. And, um, they had like a, like a, like a, bucket of lube like <laughs> <laughs> like they had like this huge size like seriously like bucket of lube mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it was uh 70 dollars oh my god yeah so um you know we're looking at this and and uh, i'm like why in god's name who has that kind of lubrication needs right and she's like we're in boys town and i'm like oh right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of lubing going on there. Yeah. So, um, so you were actually speaking with Callie just the other day, weren't you? Yeah. They, um, Casey and Callie, uh, pinged me on Saturday, I think. Um, they were recording and they decided to call me and have me join them. So we talked for about a half an hour on the podcast. Mm, okay. Okay. That's interesting that that happened that way because, you know, I had no idea that it was going to happen. And I didn't either. Just kind of, you know, it's like it just came up all of a sudden and didn't ask me Are about you jealous? it. Are jealous? Because uh, you, were, you were on another podcast the other night. Oh, you, you know about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, uh, well, it's Faye Driver, so, you know, I, that's happened before. It's not a surprise, right? Oh, okay. So it's happened before, so that makes it okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it would play out exactly like that. Can I just say that? <laughs> Good job. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, girls, that was awesome. Um, uh, I'm, I'm linking to them. So Shane was on Soulmatey. And um, you guys should go listen because you know if you like listening to us, you'll probably like listening to them too. Yeah, they uh, they're pretty funny. They crack me up, and they talk about boobs a lot. Well, you know, it's kind of their wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Boobs. It is. Yeah. They're speaking of boobs. Mm, yes. That's that that kind of leads into something I was gonna talk about. And first Perfect. of all, before. 
before I start, let me just verify with you. I have not told you this story on the podcast. Right. About getting fitted for a bra. Right. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I, I told this story to a couple people because it was fucking hilarious. At least I thought so. So, <laughs> so here's what happened. So I'm shopping for clothes. And uh, this is in Torrid, by the way, which Torrid used to kind of be like um, hot topic, except with plus size clothes for girls. Oh, okay. And it w- I always figured, well, it's too young for me because it's like, you know, it was really like a, a girl's store, you know. Mm-hmm. But they've kind of changed what they're selling because there's a few plus size stores that went out of business. Like mm-hmm. there was one called the Avenue that's pretty much gone. I mean, it's just not around anymore and just different ones like that that are just going away. And I think they figured, well, we have some people we can sell some shit to. So let's do it. So sure. now it's like, you know, there's regular clothes in there and then there's that. So I went there. I'm looking at stuff, uh, you know, to to wear for, you know, some different things that I had to go to. And uh, the girl who's helping me, she goes, she goes, do you want a fitting? And I was like, a fitting? And she was like, for a bra. And the way she said it was kind of like, you want a fitting. Oh, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's like, well, you're going to need a strapless bra for some of those things you're buying. Because I was buying, like, you know, sleeveless or all that. Oh, okay. And um, and I was like, oh, you know what? Yeah, why don't I just go ahead? Because, because yeah, the bras are, like, ridiculous as far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned. They make no sense whatsoever. So she does, like... Okay, so here's 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 the here's the fun part. So she comes in there. First of all, I am what five six. She that sounds about right. She is maybe five feet tall. <laughs> right. So she's this little tiny thing. She pulls out a step letter. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, she does not do that. She also has some of the largest breasts I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> oh my god. And she's wearing like a a, a low cut blouse and everything. So her, mm. her boobs are pretty much hanging out there. She's proud. She is. And you know what? I don't fucking blame her. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> they were lovely. So, but you know how it is like I don't well, you might not know how this is. Like as a woman, even though, you know, it, I mean, I could be gay and I could be ogling. Sure. But even though, like, I know I'm not ogling, I get kind of uncomfortable sometimes when, when in that situation, simply because I'm like, am I looking at her boobs too much? You know, that kind of thing. And I think yeah. a lot of people have that. Yeah. Like, every dude I know has that problem. Yeah. Oh, hang on. There's somebody at my door. Oh, wow. Well, that was a first, I think, for the podcast. What happened? I had a package delivered. Wow. Yeah, UPS got... This was supposed to be here on Friday, and I was out of town still, or I was in the process of traveling back. Uh-huh. And the apartment office closes at 6. Uh-huh. UPS tried to deliver at 7 o'clock at night. Oh, man. And they couldn't do it. And, of course, it was it was shipped next day. Uh-huh. Air, you know. Are you opening it right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm already I'm already into it. What is it? I was I was so agitated because it hadn't gotten here yet. Uh, it's a new knife. <laughs> Why are you opening the knife while we're talking? <laughs> I've been waiting since Friday to get it. What are you gonna do with it? Nothing. Look at it. <laughs> Cut stuff. Duh. Come here, cat. No, I mean like right now. <laughs> I understand. I do the same thing. Like the second I get a package in, I'm like ripping it open. Yeah, I can't. I can't leave things unopened. Like Leah just got uh, her Kindle Fire replaced because it was going bad, mm-hmm. and she uh, she told me she's like, "Yeah, I got the package the other day, and I just haven't opened it. I haven't what? had time yet." And I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm visibly shaking. You know, I'm like, "You got fucking electronics, and you just leave them sit, you know, unopened." <laughs> 
This is impossible. They're going to be hurt. <laughs> they're sad. They're they're in there weeping right now. They're like, why would you do this to me? <laughs> okay. Should I should I continue? Should I? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're getting fitted uh-huh. um, by a tiny, large-breasted woman. Right. And I'm afraid that I'm ogling because, like, I think basically no matter who you are, no matter what your sexual orientation, if there are boobs in the room, you're looking at them. Right, because they they are fantastic, and it is it, it is known across the animal kingdom that breasts are fantastic, and you you disrespect them by not looking at them. So it's like you you can find yourself like absentmindedly just looking at boobs if boobs are like there, right? Your eyes naturally rest on them, like even if you're deep in thought and you don't know you're looking exactly. at them exactly. Your eyes are rested on a pair of boobs. Yes, I, I believe this to be true because <clears throat> I find it happening to me. And I'm like, why am I looking at somebody's boobs? So Now, I will say that she knew what she was doing when she got dressed in the morning. Oh, totally. And I don't think she... Okay, so let me... And I let don't me, think she would... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't think that she would be offended by ogling. Right, exactly. I don't think so either. So, so... um. You were saying she got out of stepladder. She definitely did not. And the next thing that she said was, okay, I need you to put your hands up over your head. She's She's rubbing you? Yeah. That's exactly (laughs) what she wanted me to do. She's like, put your hands all the way up as far as as they can go. Uh And I'm like, okay. So I put my hands up. And then she's like trying to hook the, um, the measuring tape like over my hands to, to like get them around to my back. And oh. if I had been thinking more, if I had actually known what she was trying to do at that point, cause I didn't know what she was trying to do. I'm like, what is she right. doing up there? Um, I would have leaned, like pulled my hands down and let her do that and then put them back up again. Mm. But I had no idea what she was trying to do. And then she goes, Oh, you know what? Lean over. And so mm. I lean over and her boobs are like an inch from my face. Dude, I'm going to get fit. I'm going to get fit as a bra right now. And I was so embarrassed because it was like right in front of her boobs and I'm staring right at her boobs. Fuck. Then my solution was to close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Bridget, I would, I am sad to admit this. I would do the same thing. And she started laughing and she says, oh man, I really went about this the wrong way. And I said, I know if you wanted to show me your boobs, you could have just said so. (laughs) (laughs) And after that, we were friends. (laughs) But basically, you know, I'm like, they're very lovely. (laughs) <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, I said that to her. I said, if you wanted to show me your boobs, you should have just done that. That's okay. <laughs> They're very lovely, and my friend Shane in Omaha would love to see them. I did almost say that part too. I'm going to snap a picture. Real I'm like, quick. there are lots of people who are very jealous of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so I just have to share too. I shared this on Tumblr, but I'll share it again because I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with it. <laughs> I was wearing the wrong bra size, and it has made a huge, huge difference Mm. to be wearing the right bra size. Right. I have been hearing how happy you and the girls have been for like a week. It's amazing. I didn't even realize. I was like, I was like smushing them. I was totally smushing them because like I was wearing a band size too small, and I was Mm. wearing two cup sizes too small. Jeez. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I put this bra on and then all of a sudden my boobs are sticking out and I'm like, this, this seems wrong. This isn't right. And she's like, do they fit in there? <laughs> like, like, is there space? And I'm like, no. And she's like, then that's what you are. <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, this seems wrong. It seems I, I felt like I felt like I was padding my bra or something like that, you know? Just because it was so used to the other size I was wearing. And the other size, by the way, that I was wearing Mm 
was another fitting that I'd had. And the lady must have been completely wrong. But that was uh, that was a few years ago. So yeah. uh, it makes such a huge difference. My clothes look better. Um, you know, it just, everything just fits better. I'm more comfortable. It was really uncomfortable before. That's really amazing. Yeah. It's it's huge. It's a huge. Difference. I'm I'm really glad that you went and did that. Yeah, me too. And because you know, I mean, okay, maybe this is vain or whatever, but you know how they have those shirts where you know they're supposed to show a little cleavage or whatever. Mm-hmm. They never really did that for me. Mm-hmm. Reason being, I was wearing the wrong bra. And now they do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So I'm enjoying that. So there you go, <laughs> boobs, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah i thought so so i had to i had to share that story uh, you <laughs> told me you had two stories to tell do you have another one yeah there, there's um there's one like thing from childhood that just randomly floats back in front of my mind sometimes um when run dmc got super popular in the 80s this is like 84 85 and um, their song "You Be Illin" came out. Oh yeah, Do you remember that one? Uh-huh. Well, it was like it was all over the radio, and I really liked it. So uh, I so I somehow convinced my elderly grandfather to take me to the mall uh, where the music store is, so I could buy this single. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what it was called. Oh, so. <laughs> And I don't even know how this grandpa got roped into it because they weren't like the impulse buy friendly grandparents. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, they were always the ones that were on a budget and stuck to it and you know, and all this other stuff. So mm-hmm. anyway, we wind up at the mall and uh we walk into uh Music Land, which some of you know is Sam Goody, mm-hmm. depending mm-hmm. on part of the country. Um but we walk in there and you know I, I have no idea where to look for this uh, this song at. And the, the girl, one of the girls that works there comes up and she's like, can I help you find something? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for the new Run DMC song that's on the radio. And she's like, oh, you be Ellen. Ah! And I'm, like, I'm like, what? Uh, you be Ellen. And my grandpa and I are like, L L N. <laughs> Ellen? Ellen? And she's like, no, it's over here. And she goes and she picks it up and it's like, oh, Ellen. <laughs> Ellen. And my grandpa's like, what's that mean? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so, it's it's just that, that misunderstanding because of her accent. And I don't know why she was talking like that because this was in Nebraska. Right, she had no you reason know? to be talking like that. She was, she was doing LSP before LSP was around. Yeah, I think so. She had the whole Valley Girl thing going on. Didn't we talk about that once and, and say that it's not it's not an accent, it's a girl accent? Yeah, it's an affectation. Yeah, it's like girls, girls talk that way for some reason. It's like the gay lisp. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, depending, I think there are guys that really um, ham it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then there are guys that, you know, their voices are just different. But yeah. you can, you know, there's there are guys that just, like, go overboard with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely an affectation. You know, there's no single part of the country that talks like that. Yeah, exactly. So the girl accent, please don't, won't you? Yeah, I think it festers in sororities. I think that's like, I think that's where all this comes from. Right. Yeah, you might be right. Although, and uh, but then younger girls do it, but maybe they do it because they're looking at those people as um, mm-hmm. role models or something like that. Yeah. So. I'd like to study that. <laughs> but, I'm 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 always fascinated by it, like linguistics and you know, regional speech patterns and how that stuff spreads. Right. So I would love to study that whole girl accent phenomenon. Right. I agree. I'm trying to think if there's ever, um, if I have anybody else that does that kind of thing. Like, I'm, because I work with a lot of people over the phone. Um, 
I want to say like the areas that most often like everybody seems to have an accent in is New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody has that that sort of accent if they've lived mm-hmm. there for a while. And then the funny thing is is that a ton of people from New York moved down to Florida. So That's yeah, you are like the second person that mentioned that. Yeah. Because um, I, I have both of those areas as clients, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize until I started working with them both that their employees are going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Because like kids will move down there when they're young, and then they'll move back up to New York later when like their family's getting older and all that, mm-hmm. you know? And then they'll move back down when they're older, <laughs> you know? And it's just this weird sort of back and forth. So you'll talk to a lot of people in Florida who have New York accents, too. Yeah. Um, it's funny how that works. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the Northeast, you don't really have that as much unless you start getting into places like Maine. Oh yeah, yeah. I my uh, my friend's mom is from Maine, and uh, her accent is, you know, it just I. This sounds bad, but like I thought she was deaf at first. Oh dear. Because you know the the speech was just not quite right, and it turns out it was a a Maine accent that had been languishing in accent free Midwest for. You know, forty years. <laughs> it was slowly dying. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like melting. It's lost all of its sharp edges and stuff. You know. <laughs> so. Oh no. Yeah. Um. What was the? Oh, when when I first moved here, I noticed a lot more. You know that people had accents and things like that. But then I think it just kind of started to blend in. Mm-hmm. But um. When I when I very first moved here, there was this uh, family that I met, and they kind of had the De Bears sort of thing going on. Oh, no. So I don't know if that's really an accent or... It is, yeah. Is it? Okay. And they're, they're like dem guys over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's, a, it's a derivative of Polish. Is it? Oh. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a Polish accent. Even though they don't speak Polish anymore, mm-hmm. they grew up in households that you know, had the Polish accent. So the accent is the last thing to go. Right. 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 So, um, yeah, it's, it's always interesting to kind of, you know, you can hear a little bit of that with people sometimes. Mm -hmm. I like accents. It's always just fun. Me too. I I think I find them fascinating. Yeah. So I I did try to get people to like do a little recording of themselves the other day and nobody really did. I think I, there was like three people. There was Shay, um, mm-hmm. Trevor, who is a too late adopter, mm-hmm. and who's oh um, Octa Wiggly. She's adorable. Oh, is she? Yes, her voice is so cute. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, we had some people actually uh, do that. So guys, I mean it. I like hearing your voices. And, you know, maybe record something sometime. But I would do it, but we record our voices all like the time, right? Yeah. yeah, I know what you sound like. Uh, <laughs> you're, right? You're not a mystery to me. <laughs> <laughs> Building a mystery. <laughs> nice. Sarah McLaughlin. Right. So, um, so there's uh, one other thing I thought I might talk about. And that is um, a couple of my friends and also Dr. B had Mm -hmm. said, you know, what might help you feel better about yourself? Like, because I I kind of I have a lot of insecurity, like about how I look and just about Mm -hmm. how I am and stuff like that when it comes to, you know, I'm uh, Jim and I are uh, are if if things don't change with the actual court date um our divorce is going to be final this thursday actually oh wow yeah so it's kind of a crazy time for me um when it comes to that because i i just like i mean it's something that's been going on for a while but at the same time the finality of it is just like every once in a while like i'm just you know, sitting on the floor in the fetal position and weeping at work and mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, how how you doing? I'm like, I'm fine, really, actually. <laughs> I'm doing okay. But for some reason, I have to do this right now. <laughs> 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 I 
I really am all right, <laughs> but this is quite necessary. Um, but anyway, I, I just kind of have this whole forever alone mindset. So, um, mm-hmm. so Dr. B and, and some of my friends are like, you know, you should really just, just sign up for a dating site, even if you're not going to be ready to date right now. Just for the heck of it, just to see what happens, because I bet you anything that you will get responses. Like, people will be interested in you. Now, that advice only works for women. I I was going to say that, you know, it really kind of did the opposite, because what I found out is that dudes will respond to anything. Oh, my God. Sites. Like, like <laughs> right. they're waiting for somebody new to sign up who hasn't already told them that they need to stop bothering them or they will contact the administrator. Mm. Because, like, I did. I got a bunch of interest, like, right away. Mm-hmm. And then one person sent me a little note saying, hi, how are you? And I said, I'm fine. How are you? And he said things that I am not going to repeat. Oh, come on. I <laughs> can't lead with that it was basically it was basically um let's see how exactly did he put it uh well he he me all day mm-hmm. and on my clit and my <laughs> do you want me to bleep any of that out yes please all of it okay i will <laughs> So, yeah, so he's saying all these things, and I'm like, really? That's what you start the conversation with? That's how it starts. Mm-hmm. That is your opening line. Right. <laughs> I mean, this all, Bridget, this all goes back to my philosophy, my theory, mm-hmm. or I should say my hypothesis, because it's not a proven theory yet, uh-huh. uh, that a majority of dudes think that the only reason you're not having sex with them is because you don't know they're available. Right. I didn't realize that they were out there waiting. Right. You did not realize that this guy wanted to do all these things to you. That's why you're not fucking him already. Right. I mean, now that I know. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It was just so, like disheartening and gross and yeah and now it's like you know the whole thing is like oh you'll see that there's an interest and it's like well there's an interest in anything that says it's a woman there's an interest in my butthole yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) my butthole's gonna get its own (laughs) (laughs) oh my god bridget bridget i have an idea we're gonna do that what we're going to create an OK Cupid profile for your butthole. For my butthole. Yes. <laughs> It'll have its own phone number. People will call and be like, it's for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. See, I, I say that's a bad idea for dudes because mm-hmm. unless unless you are a smoking hot dude, nobody sends you messages on dating sites. I don't know. I I that would not be my criteria. Yeah. But I probably wouldn't send any messages anyway. Cuz after my divorce, I set up profiles on like all the big ones. Mm-hmm. And nobody was sending me anything. Did you send any? I did and I hardly got any responses. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's I don't like them. I don't like them and the reason that I don't like them is that I just feel like, like, seriously, the second I went in there and kind of filled something out, I was like, this doesn't work. And there's a reason that it doesn't work because people, you know, either they meet through friends or, you know, they meet, they meet because of something that works, you know, it's not this whole sort of, you know, I'm looking, you're looking sort of thing. It just kind of happens most of the time or you're already friends or something like that, you know? And I don't think there's a way to duplicate that that way. I know it works for people, but I think those people are very lucky, you know, that Mm -hmm. that it did work. But, um, yeah, my profile was deleted very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) And besides, I mean, it was, again, it was really just sort of an exercise because Mm -hmm. it's not something that, so, um, so yeah, um, <laughs> propositioning my butthole, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> my, 
my butthole has its own Tumblr. <laughs> Your butthole sounds like Lumpy Space Princess. <laughs> I'm ready for you, Brad. I'm so ready. My body is ready. I am so smoking hot in my new dress. <laughs> <laughs> Want these lumps, but you can't have them. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, the profile picture is just a, a zoomed in up close picture of a butthole. <laughs> It'll have like turn ons and turn offs and and <laughs> turn ons quilted toilet paper. <laughs> Dresses. <laughs> oh my god, turn off spicy food. <laughs> Curry. Oh, broccoli. <laughs> oh, gross. I know, right? <laughs> oh, my God. So I just had to share that because because I had to share that. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. Stories. Yay. <laughs> that, was, that was a very good collection of stories. Uh, and we had a lot of things happen to us in the last couple of days. So... Same. There's lots of things. Oh my goodness! And now I'm yawning. We've been talking for 42 minutes. What are we going to mm-hmm. talk about besides? I don't know. We can wrap it up if you want to. We should. Oh, you know, there is one thing I want to just um, just say. Mm. Yes. Dude, come on! I'm not going to change it. Come on! I'm not going to change I d- it. You don't have. You don't have to change it. You just have to be okay with saying it wrong. I'm fine with saying it wrong. I'm I'm not trying to change anybody's... If that guy is saying that it's wrong, that's his prerogative. But guess what? Everybody's mm-hmm. been saying it the same way for however many years, and he didn't say anything about it. And now, all of a sudden, he's saying something about it, and he wants us to feel stupid. Well, I have you. Never, <laughs> I have never seen so many people display, like, militant ignorance over any one subject before. I'm not ignorant of it. Yeah, you are. You know how it's pronounced. You know how it's supposed to be pronounced. No, so ignorance still... is not knowing. Then what's not knowing? Ignorance is you just don't know what you don't mm-hmm. know, basically. I do know. I know. I thought ignorance was was knowing that it should be done one way and still doing it the wrong way. No, that's called being a stubborn asshole. <laughs> okay, well, there are a lot of stubborn assholes uh, out there who are unhappy about uh, finding out they're wrong about this, and I just think it's hilarious. Yeah, I, You know, it's not really finding out that you're wrong. You never knew that there was a thing in the first place. Right, and then somebody comes along and says, oh, actually, you're pronouncing it wrong. And then everybody's like, fuck you, I'm going to say it how I want. Well, because you can't think about it for a second here. What if your entire life that, you know, just say for the last 15 years, you were pronouncing your friend's name a certain way. Mm -hmm. And then they suddenly turned around to you one day and said, you know what, it's actually pronounced this way. Right. Wouldn't you be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why didn't you say that 10 years ago? No, I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. Let me pronounce it the new way. This is a friend that you spend all kinds of time with and that you've been around all this time and they've never said this to you. Why? Don't know. Don't care. <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> See, once, you once, have that mindset. And I think a lot of people don't share that mindset is oh, my, I need to be right. Right. And my mindset is I need to be correct. And if I'm not correct, please correct me. Mm-hmm. I you know. I am not, you know, it, it, he had his chance. You know, there was, it was. There's no statute of limitations. Yes, there is, as far as I'm no, concerned. Actually, you know, no, it doesn't really matter. It's just that it is what it is. That's how I think of it. That's how I'm going to say it. I'm not going to stop myself. And That's fine. And, myself and, and on how to say this word. 
Right. And that's fine. I'm just puzzled by that thought process, you know. Well, I think so it's just I, the no, world. I, yeah. And I, I can't say, I know this is wrong, but I'm still going to do it unless it's sexual. I still say caramel unless so it's sexual. Because <laughs> then when it's wrong, it's so right. Right. Yeah, I still say caramel instead of caramel. Mm-hmm. And I don't care. I do too. Yeah. I Well, you, but then how come that doesn't bother you? Because that is, it's accepted both ways. Mm. But when when the creator of Caramel comes out and says, it's pronounced this, then I'll change it. Then I'll start saying it that way. Okay. But, because that's happened to me several times. People are like, it's not, it's not that. It's I, uh, for years, for, for like uh, close to five years, I pronounced Linux wrong. Oh, how do you pronounce it? It's pronounced Linux, but I would say Linux because hardly anybody had ever heard it spoken. You know, we'd all read it. It it propagated through the internet. Nobody actually said Linux before, you know. Oh, right, yeah. You, you Back in those days, you had a hard time sending audio over the internet. Mm-hmm. So uh, finally, the creator of it, posted a, a, a recording of him saying that the pronunciation of Linux is Linux. And, you know, five years after saying something, I was pretty comfortable pronouncing it Linux. Yeah. And once he came out and said that, I changed. Yeah. You know, I said, oh, I've been saying it wrong. Let me say it the right way. Right. That's See, my view is that it's no different than spelling. Mm-hmm. You know, if if your teacher says, oh, you're spelling that wrong, you're not going to keep spelling it wrong. Mm. It depends on if I'm uh, paying attention to it or not, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's like you said, it's personality differences. It really is. It comes down to that more than anything else. So it's not, it's not meant to be like offensive or anything, but. No, you know. I know, but. There are some people, you know, that are very angry about this. I know! It's hilarious! That are, posting, that are posting things like, shut up, nerd, I'll say it however I want. Yeah. I know. You know? And I don't think that's necessarily very cool. No, but I don't I either. also don't think it's cool to be like, look, asshole, say it this way, <laughs> which some people have been posting as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, no, why don't you just put the, you know, policing part of this aside and just let people do what they want to do because honestly, it's a fucking word. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Because there's like, I've seen that. I've seen both sides of it. I've seen people like harping on it from both sides. And it's like, really, mm-hmm. just relax. You know? Yeah. We don't need to argue with each other over things like that. Yeah, it's really, it's not a big deal at all. Yeah, it's not. It's really not a big deal. Speaking of that, it's funny that this is, uh, this conversation is happening because, um, Randy, um, Razalem, uh-huh. just sent me a question. Oh. Um, why can't we all agree that it's pronounced Skippy? <laughs> <laughs> well played. And I agree because I don't eat Jif. I eat Skippy. Oh, I, I eat Jif. I, that is my favorite peanut butter. I love Skippy. Oh. See, I, I don't know. Skippy, Skippy was our peanut butter in my childhood. Ah, okay. I I distance my myself from everything that reminds me of my childhood. I think Jif was was what we had, so maybe that's why. <laughs> uh, we uh, we always had Skippy in my house, and then at my grandma's house uh, that I loved to go to, they had Jif. Oh, so okay, gotcha. Yeah, always the better uh, peanut butter. Actually, uh, we do have some stuff we need to talk about. Um, I have been getting flooded on our other on our uh, podcast email account oh. with questions oh. from uh, some people. So let me get logged in over there, and we'll we'll tackle some questions uh, in this, the last ten minutes or so. That sounds good. It does. Casey sent me a few that I tried not to answer in email. No. 
because you know I wanted to save them for the podcast, but I'm I'm sitting there going, oh, I have to answer this. I have to answer this. No, 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 I can't. No, I, can't. I can't leave this here. Oh my goodness gracious! Oh, I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. Excuse me. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> uh-huh. oh, what is? I forgot our uh, account. It's emergency pants podcast at gmail.com, right? Yes. All right. Um, carry the one. There we go. No, don't want to do that. Got it. Continue. Okay. Um, when was the last time we did viewer emails or listeners emails? Uh, I have no idea because I don't even have it on my phone anymore. So it would be up to you. Okay. So, um, let's see. Going back to like April 30th. (laughs) Um, Sean, uh, S, uh, Katie's husband. Sent us a link to the subreddit called Where Did the Soda Go? Hmm. Which I think you and I had talked about before. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but it's all infomercial gifs. Oh, yes. <laughs> animation, you know, of, of people fucking shit up on infomercials. Yes. <laughs> uh, so that is hilarious. Go go see that. It's reddit.com slash r slash where did the soda go? And then, uh, Casey sent us a question. Uh, she asks, can a penis ever fall asleep? Uh, you know, in the same way that a foot may fall asleep. I only ask because I'm pretty sure my vagina fell asleep today. <laughs> um, yes, I think anything with a blood supply can fall asleep. Has that ever uh, happened to you, though? My dick... Uh, you know what? I think it has, actually. From sitting on the toilet too long. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, my legs and stuff go numb, and I'm pretty sure that's happened once. I know what she's talking about. That has happened to me as well. Really? Yes. How, like, what the whole thing does? Well, it's not really... See, I think vagina is the wrong term to use, at least for what happened to me. It'd be more like the, you know, exterior vulva sort of stuff going on. And it was usually due to either bike riding or... You know, something similar like that, where there's just yeah. pressure in in areas that there wouldn't normally be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then uh, her second, I'm sorry, go ahead. Were you going to say something else? I was just going to say interesting and somewhat painful sometimes. <laughs> like, I wasn't sure how far it went, you know, like if it was just on the outside or like all the way up. <laughs> Up in your business. Right. Uh, She asks, what should I do when I fart right before someone gets into my car? Will a cough cover it up, or should I keep some emergency car freshener on hand? Uh, Light a match. No, own that shit. Any time that you are... It's your car. You, You can fart in it. You can fart in it. So just say, I'm sorry. I farted. I apologize that it's stinky in here now. Yeah, just say, oh, man, I totally let one go yeah. right before you get in here. You're the one. You get to decide the tone. That's why it smells like leftovers. Right, exactly. I mean, that's that's why, um, you know, you're getting sort of a uh, cabbage you know, and I didn't even eat cabbage. I don't even know why this is happening, but this Who is knows what's happening. where that comes from, right? Yeah, this is what's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> and now this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Please I, sit here and enjoy my steak. I just say own it because otherwise you're just setting the tone to make your life like a I Love Lucy like episode. <laughs> and none of us want that. No. So okay, what's what's next? Um she sent she sent us some more questions. Um on a scale from 1 to 10, how bad is it to tell your supervisor in detail about your sex schedule with your husband? Um, mm. If this is part of a conversation, and if your supervisor is a lady, 
uh, I'd say that it's not very bad at all. It's like a one or two. Yeah. If it's unsolicited, mm-hmm. like if you just blurt out, I fuck my husband <laughs> on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, <laughs> and it's a male boss, then I think it's like eight. Right. Yeah. If I mean, if it's a discussion about how maybe you're trying to get preggers or something like that, and it's like, oh, right. so we have this schedule because of that. I think that's actually like because you're trying to procreate, it changes things. It yeah, it does mm-hmm. because and and actually that's a really good point because when you see pregnant women out in public, you don't think, oh, that filthy whore, fucking people, you know, having sex. No, she's she's glowing. She's with child. Exactly. You know, let's let's go talk to her about this baby that's growing inside of her. Yeah. You know, not you know, you're not you're not thinking, oh, he did what to her? Yeah, let's let's so, ask yeah, exactly a, when this happened. <laughs> right. Yes, right? Yeah. It, it's a whole weird dichotomy there. It is. Um and then she says, uh, would it be worse if I was talking about sex with someone who wasn't my husband? Uh, no, I don't think so. Mm, It'd be kind of unusual, but, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like a boyfriend or... Oh, like, okay, so like... Not like a homeless person or anything like that. Not like somebody she just picked up on the street. I'm just sure. I don't know. Right. (laughs) People do lots of things to blow off steam. (laughs) And actually, she told me that sending these questions to us is helping her blow off steam. That's good. That's why we have 18,000 of them. I mean, my butthole goes out and just sleeps with strangers sometimes. I, I'm like, I'm like, where have you been? And it's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hound me, woman. Get out of mind. <laughs> exactly. Did you ever see that South Park where uh, Oprah's uh, vagina and butthole, uh, like... They're they're self aware. They're talking and, and and stuff like that. And uh, which was it? Was her vagina or her ass? One of them had a gun and was holding somebody at gunpoint, basically. And they were trying to escape to Paris. Oh my god! It's hilarious. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> okay. Do we have more? Yeah, we have a lot more. Wow. Uh. Also from Casey, this is question three out of five for this email message. Okay. Quick story. I once had a coworker whose life was falling apart come into my office and tell me she had the shits because she was nervous because she was cheating on her husband. Oh, my God. I had called her into my office because I needed to talk to her about the fact that she was smoking in the bathroom at one of the kids' houses. <laughs> and if you don't know, Casey does uh, social yes. work. Uh, I still don't know how we got to her having the shits. I know this wasn't a question. Deal with it. Oh, my God. That's a problem. Yeah. That is bad news, Bears. And stress will do that to you. Yeah. So, uh, don't do things that stress yourself out. Yeah, because then you'll have the shits. And then you'll just blurt out that you have the shits. Right. Yeah. To your boss. To your boss. That, on a scale of 1 to 10, is a 10. Right. Uh, and then she asks me how she, how can she get home without hitting traffic? Uh, I don't know. You live in California, right? Yeah, it's. Just, I don't know. I don't know where you live, but I think California has traffic everywhere. Yeah, it's just going to happen. Yep. Um, she says that we haven't answered her questions from last time yet, so I should stop. But. I just have so many questions. Have you ever encountered a super stinky pussy? What was it like for you? Be as detailed as possible. Show your work. I have not. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, super stinky pussy can be avoided, ladies, by simple hygiene. You don't even have to do anything special. Just wash down there. <laughs> Why is this always brought up like it's a big problem? Why don't we I ever don't talk about dudes and and their and balls? Yeah, it's, nasty ass. Like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's a big problem because I have not encountered a, a stinky pussy at all. Right. I'd say the bigger problem would be, you know, bad news downtown for dudes. Right. Because I mean, seriously. I, I I would imagine they would just let stuff grow down there. Right. 
right? Some dudes totally neglect the area. Uh-huh. And uh, actually, what what tends to make stinky pussies is uh, semen. Right. Yeah. So it's their so, fault. Right. But uh, I read a, a, a thread on Reddit the other day. Somebody asked, how often do you wash your balls? And there were a an alarming amount of people who said, you know, they never wash their balls or they wash them like once a week or something like that. Are you kidding me? No. And then there's like another large group of people are like what you just said. Are you fucking kidding me? How do you not wash your balls every day? Some of us wash them twice a day. Right. (laughs) And I... I can't imagine going more than a day without washing my balls. Right, exactly. It's just like, it's like any part of your body, except even more so because there's just, yeah, there's things that happen down there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very weird area. Yeah, for both of us, you know, men yeah. and women. There's, there's things is. happening down there that just, like, you don't want to leave that be. Right. <laughs> What you? you have to show it some attention. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So no, I've never encountered a super stinky pussy. <laughs> so my new fake band name. <laughs> huh. <laughs> so what? What? Uh, any other questions? One last one, and uh, it's can a man masturbate while riding a motorcycle? And I could not hold back on this when I answered it. Uh, like last week, uh-huh. and I said, yes, a man can masturbate while riding a motorcycle because on a motorcycle, uh, most motorcycles, your clutch is your left hand lever. Oh, okay. And your throttle is your uh, right hand brake or your, your uh, handlebar grip, and then your brake is that right hand lever. Uh-huh. So if you're on the highway, you can get these things that lock the throttle in a certain position. It's kind of like cruise control, uh-huh. but it's like it's a physical device. So once a guy has a free hand, he can jerk off anywhere. Hmm. But don't you think that's kind of a, a risky situation to be in? Because what if you yes. need to stop suddenly? Exactly. Yeah. You'd have to be on a wide open highway, but even then you've still got the risk of like a rabbit running in right, front of you. Yeah. You know, a gust of wind knocking the bike over. Uh, it's not advisable by any means, but if a, if you have a free hand, a guy can jerk it. Yeah. And you know that that something about that just fundamentally bothers me because I'm thinking of what would happen if he did have an accident while he was doing that and well, What if Dude, what if you come? You're going <laughs> to control of that fucking bike. <laughs> right? I don't know about you, but shit stops when I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I can't imagine wanting to be in that situation when you are like driving a car or anything like right. that. I mean, right. why would you want to be? Yeah, why would you want like, to? Like, I, I gotta, I can't even play video games when I'm coming. Why would you, you know? why would you want to ruin an orgasm by being in charge of something like a car or a motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> while right. you're having it? Right. <laughs> I, I, I want to focus my attention on that orgasm. Yeah, I mean, why would you want to have it <laughs> when you're doing stuff like that? <laughs> That's not okay. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I, I mean, yes, it's possible, advisable, no. Yeah. And she she had asked me that because she passed a biker on the way home who had his hands down his pants and she thought he might have been masturbating. He was probably adjusting said, his balls. Yeah, riding a motorcycle does a number on the boys. Yeah. That's probably what he was doing. It's possible he was jerking off, but not likely. Right. Plus, you're not going to have lube, so... Yeah. Well, I don't think everybody has the same need of lube as you do, but... You think so? Well, I mean, I don't know. I think... Guys always talk about lotion, from what I've seen. Uh, that's because that's all that we had available in our childhood. Mm, okay. I, if a, a, a responsible adult male will buy lube and not just use lotion. Gotcha. Lube lasts longer. Lotion keeps uh, soaking in. You got to keep putting more on. You end up using more. It's more expensive. Oh, that's not a good thing. 
No, you get yourself a good silicone-based lube. That shit lasts forever. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird podcast. It is a weird podcast. It was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. I think it's all right. I, yeah, I think it was good. Yeah. So what do you think? Is it time? Should we wrap this bitch up? Yeah, let's go ahead and, and stop this business. Alrighty. And now, let's end this meeting on a high note. Yeah! Yeah!